Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, that's TDD. NFL on Twitter and, of course, follow the group at UK Packers. Did I get you? I got you, did I? <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was unexpected. I know, yeah. I, that's what I tried to do, you know, just trying to catch all crap. Anyway, you're at Daryl J. O'Brien on Twitter. What's going on, buddy? Hello, sir. I'm uh, I'm exhausted after that weekend, that wild weekend of wildcard games. It was brilliant. Didn't it was brilliant. Either. I thought you were going to go with your personal life. I was like, bro. No, this that was my personal life this weekend. Um, mm. All six games. Well, I didn't watch all six, obviously. Yeah. But this is the thing. This is called wildcard ramblings or wild yeah. ramblings. Yeah, I wandered loudly as a cloud. Do you know what? I was listening back to that skit we did about the creation of Aaron Rodgers. People need to get on that. I was actually breaking my face laughing, even at some of the stuff that I said. Ah, yeah. Jesus. You know, you know like what? I, I, well, my, my eldest fella enjoyed it as well. He, mm. The fact that um, he he knew that I was God kind of tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> yeah, that's Dad's ego again. He's doing it again. Yeah. Oh, so he's, he's doing that booming voice coming down the stairs thing again. I have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we won't uh, we won't run that by the missus and see what she thinks um, no nope so yeah wild oh, a wild amount see do you agree now the people are freaking out about this right they're calling it super wild card weekend and yeah. people are getting all uh, gripey online do you know what I say though who cares yeah I don't care who I'll cares? take it any, the fact that we're actually in a postseason and COVID hasn't completely derailed absolutely mm. everything and the teams can't even really blame COVID and anything that happened this weekend. But taking, I suppose, if we take a quick look just to recap for the listeners as to what happened. So Saturday we had three games. Mm-hmm. We had the Colts versus the Bills. Bills, basically by the skin of their teeth, got out of that one. That was in, we'll go over them in a second. But the Rams and the Seahawks, obviously for us, very important. The Rams won thirty points to twenty. The Bucks and Washington. The Bucks thirty-one to twenty-three. Of those three games, um, what was your surprise? My surprise, obviously, was. Um, was the Rams and the Seahawks. Yeah, got to be a bit of ramage. De- kind of delighted because I do think we're going to hand their ass back to them um, when we face them. But yeah. yeah, a weird one. But I tell you what, this is really annoying, right? Is that I do the ACA for the radio, which has been postponed, not because of my ACA, but because of, of COVID rules. Mm. Um, but a bit of breaking news on that and it hasn't really been announced, but there might be something coming along the lines for that. Uh, so stay tuned even to this channel. So yay. Or, or no, if it depends on how you feel about it. Oh. Um, but yeah, that was a weird game. I said on the radio, live radio, and this is what always ticks me off, right? Is Wolford was playing. Goff wasn't intended to play because of the surgically yep. repaired thumb. Um, yeah. And so, and and they, even on game day, they didn't activate Blake Bortles, which again, kind of would have been a disadvantage anyway, let's face it, right? But Wolford played and ended up getting a stinger and going out and they put Goff in. I said on the radio, if Goff was playing well, then the Rams always hand it to the Seahawks, but Wolford's expected to play, um, and he's playing in a playoff game of all things. So there's no way I think that they can beat them. But you know, you never know with that defense. Mm. So sure enough, Goff comes in injured and wins the game. So can, can I say I was kind of right there? You know? Yeah. Uh, well, I I take it if I were you. Um. So I think we'll give you that. I mean, we're obviously going to cover this off in more detail for the quick snaps, and we'll go into yeah. Rams in, in great detail. But I mean, they did stifle the Seahawks. What we do have ahead of us now is we probably have the NFL's best offensive coaches in Sean McVay and, of course, Matt Lefleur. Matt Lefleur. Mm, yeah, well, it's um, the number one offense coming up against the number one defense, which is the intriguing yeah. thing. It's Lefleur coming so. up against 
all of these, you'd sort of see them as tropes, but not really because you would argue that LaFleur got hired because he was in that sort of McVeigh-Shanahan coaching tree. Um, and McVeigh was seen as kind of the, the modern originator as such. And now mm-hmm. LaFleur will really come full circle because he's he's beaten um, the younger Shanahan this season, albeit with a depleted team and all that kind of stuff. So now he comes up against McVeigh, who, you know, look, we're going to be deep in the playoffs effectively at this stage, right? So... Uh, they were good enough to get here, a good enough record. Oh, interestingly enough, they lost to the Jets. Yeah. So there is that. Every team, up. every team this year, though, to be fair, has a bit of a blip game. Um, yeah. And you don't, obviously don't want them in the playoffs. But I think the thing going first, and again, we'll go into it in more detail when we get the update, and hopefully on Wednesday before, um, before the quick snaps. But they have got some serious, significant injuries coming into that yeah. game. And Aaron Donald, I think he's expected to play, but he's got bruised ribs. Um, you know, everyone knows that going into a game, you've got bruised ribs. You know, you might leaned upon a small bit well we've um, seen that got, with Jordy Nelson a couple of years ago yeah. I remember he was wearing that he yeah. was basically they put what was that sort of almost like styrofoam around him he was looking mm-hmm. like uh, you know that when someone gets an all body cast uh, ribs are a, are a serious thing Donald is a serious operator but I've heard it's torn yeah. cartilage Daryl which is yeah, just which is plain viciously that, sore I'd imagine yeah. and then I mean, you've, you basically have a target I'm not saying players are going to go for him but you do have a target on your back somewhat and that if you know you're limping mm. um, but, but I mean, also Cooper players are going to go for him <laughs> we're not oh, saying yeah. players are going to go for him we don't That's say not players right, go for him also. but they're <laughs> going to go for him and then it's Cooper Cup he's out John Walford obviously and Jared Goff we just discussed so uh, you know if I mean I was I was confident in a full strength Rams team you worry about their defence I mean they mm. have they've got a dominant defence but to be fair with the amount of injuries they have um, their preparations aren't going to go the way they want to again we play them we'll have had 16 days off mm. um, and plenty of rested players so we'll obviously go into that in more detail um, the other two games on Saturday, Bucks they edged Washington 31-23. I mean, Br- Brady had the better of Taylor Heineken the whole game. Um, I mean, interesting though, the Bucks lost to the Rams. The Bucks embarrassed, they got embarrassed by the Saints 38-3. I yeah. mean, what is going to be interesting though in, in the upcoming game uh, between the Bucks and the Saints, you'll have, it's basically the battle of the geriatric quarterbacks, isn't it really? Yeah, it's going to be like the- two, two Zimmer frames. I saw someone say that though, because I put out a joke thing for my personal account last night where... Uh, with that Steelers game, I know we're going to get onto it, but to just say that, you know, the earlier game was on Nickelodeon and I said that the yeah. Steelers game looks like it's on Comedy Central, yeah, but that, that one with yeah, Brady and Brooks is going to be on the History Channel because they're so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, the Bucks need a better defence anyway coming into it. Devin White, he, I think he's going to be back for the Bucks, so he'll definitely help them out. But I think that's, I'm, I'm looking forward to that game, the Bucks and the Saints. I think it's going to be, as you say, it's going to be, it's like that episode of Father Ted for anyone who's seen it. It's like the geriatric soccer game. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen it, look it up. Um, so that that's probably what that's going to be like. Um, Bills beat the Colts. I mean, this, this gets a lot of um, media attention now. I suppose it's really Josh Allen that's come to the fore. I read some comment this morning that was saying if Josh Allen doesn't win MVP, uh, you know, for quarterback for the year, it's going to be it's going to be a fix. And I'm going, what? Oh, Jesus. Just 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 because you're a Bills fan doesn't mean yeah. you can say that and get away with it. But uh, they they basically barely survived. I actually I think that they were quite lucky. Um, the Ravens versus the Bills game coming up now in the divisional I mean you'd probably fancy the Ravens to take that now after what the Bills did but mm. yeah the Ravens I'll tell you what because that was another game again shamelessly I put on the radio against all odds for Tennessee to run away with that game and they had it at the start I mean already up 10 yeah. zip yeah. Um, now again at the very start games turn and all that but the Ravens did the job and they really shut down Derrick Henry had they not shut him down um, well then that would have went the same as last year um, so egg on my face but that's the problem with the Yak is that you need to get the odds yep. up in some way and that was you know believable enough but they had an absolute mare Ryan Tannehill couldn't get out and go and Derek Henry couldn't get out and go on um, 
but yeah, shock, shocking game. Predictable, I guess, for the bookies. Uh, the Ravens look like a, a pretty dangerous team. How do you contain Lamar Jackson? It just—I oh, don't know. Everyone well, else looks pedestrian compared to him. He's a f- unbelievable. When that guy runs, that's the end of it. I mean, that—that that sort of was it in the first half. That basically that amazing touchdown run in the first half. It was unbelievable. Mm, yeah. I mean, I think to be honest, I think the Ravens for me are the most dangerous wild card team. Um, yeah. And the Ravens did hold Henry to only forty yards in the second half of that game, which is pretty phenomenal because it's not as if Henry was in any way out of form. He was he was up for it as well. So, um, so yeah, that's suppose that's the Ravens and the Titans again. Nothing unusual there, but. I still think the Ravens look really, really good. Hmm. Um, so, speaking of Nickelodeon games and the Saints beating the Bears, I mean, to be honest, the Bears didn't belong in the playoffs, so thankfully they're gone. They but, didn't, uh, but it, the Saints looked manky as well, didn't they? they I mean, did there was some manky, really yeah. grisly football going on in that game. But I think I took down a note and like the Bears suck is what I wrote. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, a lot of analysis went into that conclusion, but that's well. the conclusion I came to. I mean, the Nickelodeon slime celebration. Why? Why force kids to watch that muck? I mean, it was desperate, desperate. I know. Yeah, that's. But do you know what the the travesty of it all is? Can you imagine putting on that game and kids watching it for the first time and then supporting one of those teams? The Saints, yeah. fair enough, but the Bears. Can you imagine? Bears. Like, is that that's what happened to an awful lot of lads over this side of the pond? You know, where they watch a, a game back in the eighties and and a team really won. Sometimes that worked in the in the Packers' favor, but then uh, another one is the Madden cover. So they just pick whoever's on the Madden cover, which again, like you know, each to their own. That's fine. Yeah, but not fair if enough. you pick the wrong year and you end up becoming a Lions fan or you know the bears or whatever it's just I mean, that's it's pretty the thing, tragic you know I, th- I think about poor children at Christmas time and the one thing that always comes to mind is imagine those poor children opening up a bears jersey for yeah. Christmas morning I mean it's just a spare thought for the children yes, but I think, I think we, ne- we need to definitely move on to the game the sh- most shocking game of the whole lot Browns upset mm. the Steelers the Browns had no practice they had no head coach Yeah. Um, but again of course Juju Smith Schuster basically coming out the Browns is the Browns oh that bit him in the ass I know why does he do it like between Corvette Corvette or whatever that lark is on TikTok he needs to stop it and then there's a video but I don't like to feed into rumours because who knows what he was doing he might have just been jiving at the sideline for people maybe people are slagging him off or something where he did a little dance while they were down points but you don't really know what's going on there but yeah no Again, I picked the Steelers and you might call, you know, Captain Obvious. But the reason was is that I would honestly I would have picked the Browns. But the fact is, uh, Kevin Stefanski had COVID. Uh, Alex Van Pelt, who we know well from his time at Green Bay, was going to be calling plays for the first time in the playoffs. Uh, as you said, they practiced once and then they had to get a coach uh, to the game. And uh, Baker Mayfield has never played in the playoffs before. So you're kind yep. of thinking, you know, like, again, they've they've excellent talent. Mayfield, in fairness to him, is doing well. Um, you know, and then they end up coming down with that game. But again, the high snap from the very beginning kind of just was a death knell for the Steelers early on. Even though that game kind of went down, dare I say, to the wire, you know, in, in a sense that, like, at the end of the game, you know, when the Steelers started to catch up a little bit, you're kind of like, oh, I wonder... Do the yeah. the Browns have it in them? But I tell you what, though, I put out a tweet from the group account to the Bears or to the Browns um, account and just said, you know, fair play to you. It's a super loyal fan base. If you're a fan of the Browns, particularly if you're not from Cleveland, a why? But b, I mean, talk <laughs> about suffering. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have some sort of you know masochistic streak if you've decided to do that well, to yourself for all it's those the years. First but time they've won a playoff game in twenty six years. 
Yeah, and the first time they've been to the playoffs for 18. So, I mean, it's just... It's absolutely it's bonkers. And fair play to the fans I mean, for sticking in. They have a great yeah, sense of humour yeah. about it, though. I mean, that's that's one thing that sort of builds up resilience that way. That's what gets you through it, isn't it? I mean, mm. I think, yeah. So I think Juju Smith-Schuster should stick to TikTok, actually. I think it's probably the best for him. I did feel sorry for Big Ben. But is it the end of Ben now? Ben and his mate Pouncey. I think the two of them came up in an agreement years ago that they'd only stay in as long as each other was there. So I have a feeling really? the writing's on the wall for both of those guys now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's probably the end of an era. Um, and to be fair, I, th- I think you sort of touched on it. The, the score probably looked a little bit closer than the reality of it you know they did where they were making this epic comeback and had mm. they come back i don't think there's been any news about it it's just been the you know browns being browns the blew browns it again yeah yeah do you know yeah. like that sort of thing but i do feel really happy for the fans the only thing is while well, i'm looking forward to seeing baker mayfield versus Mahomes, i think it's going to be great to watch considering the personal history they have with each other um i just don't see the browns getting past the chiefs i just don't i mean that's yeah. like their get out of jail card game i don't know it's one of these things, isn't it? In the media, there's always like, oh, there's this angle and that angle and there's a comeback game and a revenge game. And like, it's like, all right, you know, all of these people are only one player. So it's very hard yeah. to impact the game. Now, I know Baker Mayfield hit the news a couple of years ago with uh, who was a, oh, the coach of the Browns and all that kind of stuff. And he was giving him the two fingers and he was, I don't know, a suck at sign or whatever he was doing to him and he wouldn't talk to him. I think it was, well, wasn't it? I can't even remember the name of the coach, but he was awful for the Browns. And he went to the Bengals then, didn't he? And then uh, mm. Baker Mayfield, they faced them and they beat them and all this type of stuff. And there was all this bad blood there. So, I mean, he's ballsy. I think he's an arrogant uh, dude, but I suppose you have to have a bit of that swagger when you're doing it. But yeah, look, we can come up with all these narratives about history and, oh, the Browns now, they're solidified and all that type of stuff. It all just comes down to the kind of, you know, team performance. And yeah, again, so. the, the, the Steelers were ropey anyway. I mean, but you'd still would have imagined with the amount of stuff that was stacked up against the Browns that they would have been able to pull away in that game, but they didn't. Yeah, you'd think so. And that's like, if it, to be fair, it's one thing to be a Browns fan. I think the big thing is here is the Steelers fans. I mean, there's going to be some serious post-mortem going on in the mm. Steelers now with this. I mean, what a, what a time to collapse. Yeah. You know, what a late season collapse. I mean, this group just seemed to die on the vine. It was just very, very odd. And I'm sure there'll be, they'll, we'll obviously hear more from the camp as to what went wrong. Sometimes things just go wrong. At the end of the day, mm. this is a playoff game. If you're going to, if you're going to slip up, yeah. um, this is what happens. But I suppose looking ahead now to the divisional lineups, we have, of course, Rams at Packers. We have the Ravens at the Bills. We have the Browns at the Chiefs and the Bucks at the Saints. So we're either going to get the Bucks or the Saints. Um, which would you prefer? Um, I don't know. I'd like another run at the Bucks. To be honest, um, and I think that yeah. will happen. I don't see her with the with the talent that they have, the experience that they have. the t- The style of football is different too. I mean, they're not playing very Bruce Arians; they're playing very Tom Brady. Um, yeah, with yeah, the way they're true. they're going on, you know. So I think that it'll be a no brainer. I think the books end up coming through. Obviously, I prefer the Saints, I guess, because we beat them. But the Bucks, I'd like to put that stuff to bed because yeah. remember, it was only a couple of years ago we bet the Patriots convincingly um, in the regular season, and we would have faced them um, in the Super Bowl had we got through that NFC Championship game. But we didn't, and we would have we would have pasted them because we did it earlier yeah. in the season, yeah. no doubt. Um, but we didn't get through because of all the calamity there. It's still, you know, PTSD. You haven't got over. It. But um, yeah, it's that type of thing. I'd like to put those ghosts to bed because I don't know what happened with the the last Bucks game. It was, seems to be Neither an anomaly. Yeah. Like you kind of said and earlier as well, like they've got beaten by some poor teams too. So I think... Yeah, I think that's the point as well. So and of course, we're assuming here we're getting way ahead of ourselves. We're, we're assuming here we're going to pace the Rams or at least scrape by or we're going to get a win in some way, shape or form. But I, I would agree with that. I think, I think Rodgers would want another crack at the Bucks because... 
you don't want to leave anything left out in the field and I think mm. there's a few things they left out on that field they're, they'd like to have a, a go at it again but I completely agree if you're being selfish and you want a nice easy Super Bowl when I say easy uh, mm. you'd want to have the Saints because they're not going to they wouldn't relish playing us um, but I have a feeling the road is going to end for the Saints uh, between the Browns and the Chiefs I'd say the Chiefs is going to win that Ravens and the Bills I think the, the sitting on the fence kind of neutral fan I think would like to see the Bills win there um, just mm. because they seem to have this thing of Josh Allen is the new messiah and but I have a feeling the Ravens are going to are going to win yeah. that one and then I think we're going to win the Rams but obviously we'll um, we'll cover that off in more detail for the quick snaps yeah we got quick snaps uh, coming up later in the week but look this is what I'll say as well and this is one of these things I've seen is that someone said I hope Aaron Donald is back because I want to beat the Rams at full strength versus whatever. I just say no. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> it's just a no. win is a win. That that happened. So what what would happen then if you're kind of given the other team? Look, it's the same as if we had an injury and then we just were able to go. Oh well, we were injured, so that's why we didn't win. And that's kind of the excuse. Look, you you have to play whatever hand you're dealt. We had the yeah. bye week because we earned it. Um, and I know there's loads of circumstances to go into that, but I don't believe in that sort of righteous or have all the so we can prove that we're a good team like if you're a fan of the team and you follow them closely you know we're a good team I don't think we need yeah. to prove it to anybody who cares I mean oh, when well, I, if that's the case we should just play the Chiefs 20 times and mm. leave it at that we have to beat them 20 times to prove we're the best I mean it's what more can you do you can only play what's put in front of you um, and if, if I was Donald I wouldn't be going out on that pitch I mean fair play to his bravery if he's going to step out on that pitch and you know he will because he's, he's unbelievably tough but yeah. I mean look it's, I'm not into all of that sort of uh, virtue signalling kind of like oh let's go and prove that or whatever you don't have to prove yourself to anybody. And in fact, you could have a full team and go out and beat them and still people think you're crap. Because I've seen yep. the thing about Jalen Ramsey coming up against Devontae Adams, which is going to be a monster matchup. And someone said that they, I think it was PFF that I quote tweeted, saying that they're going to pick Devontae Adams all the time. But the amount of uninformed douchebags on that saying, oh yeah, well, uh, you know, let's hear... And now look, it might come true in the fact that Ramsey might shut him down. That's fine. But it's the people that are saying Devontae's trash... He's not even a top 10. He's not this, that, and the other. And it's people that just don't watch the NFL or they only watch their team and they're full of caca because it's just the, the trope. Like some of the stuff doesn't even make sense. The, the records he's broken in Green Bay. Um, yep. You know, he's just, his stats are, just look at his stats. I mean, just, you know, but again, they uh, go for the... And that's missing four games. That's missing yeah, four games. Can which you imagine is, what his stats would look like? Yeah. And the people don't look into that. They don't, they literally don't look past their, you know, it's, it's like that whole thing of if you ask... I don't know, an English soccer fan who's good or a Spanish soccer fan who's good in Spain or Irish soccer fan who's good in Ireland. They'll come up with the big names, the guy with the funny name and the long hair and they don't give props to someone who's who's doing it day in, day out. People tend to forget about Green Bay because it's a little town. Uh, they don't really pay attention to it. They focus on the big markets like the you know Texans and Cowboys and the New York teams and all this type of stuff. You know, that's just the way the media leans. So it's just one of those things. Look, you can beat a st- full strength team, but people are still going to think you suck if they suck and you don't have to go and yeah. try to prove that no, these people... I've noticed that as well. And I mean, when you listen to even some of the, the, the sports podcasts, even in Ireland, and I listen to most of them, and, you know, they talk, they do sort of a, a quick roundup of the NFL every week. And to be very fair, to even hear Green Bay mentioned once would be would be shocking. But they did get a commentator in from, uh, from New York, from ESPN and they were asking him and he of course dropped in they were all dropping in the Chiefs they were dropping they were talking about the, of course. the Cowboys they were talking about you know it's just the top three teams that come to their minds yeah, yeah. and this guy just called him up and said no no this is like Aaron Rodgers for MVP that's it It's he's he's, he's bolted on and they were going oh oh really and you're going yeah, yeah like how is that a shock yeah. it's just laziness you know and that's why I, d- I really don't like 
Um, and that's why the UK Packers is here, I guess, and that's why we delve into it in such detail, because any pundit that you see, the, the sum total of the research into Green Bay before they go on national televised uh, programs is usually you have Aaron Rodgers. That always gives you a chance. I'll never forget the yeah. NFC Championship game that we blew <laughs> against Seattle. And we were pacing them by half time. And they still could not just stop talking about Seattle and how great they were. And I was like, oh, you do know. Now, again, it kind of bit us in the ass because they came back and won the game. Yeah. But again, that was famously, that was the worst capitulation uh, by some people's measures ever in sports history, you know, any sport. So, you know, it's the typical usual stuff of this pandering to the bigger markets. But I heard someone say that actually from Bleacher Report and from Sports Illustrated, I think where they were like, if you want to know why there's so much Cowboys coverage, it's because that's the biggest market, so they make us yeah. write about that all the time. Um, yeah, true. You know, and that's why you, you kind of have to go to us and some other niche places um, to try get some more in-depth Packer stuff, uh, not blowing our own trumpet here. But look, that's the um, ambling through the wild card. Um, any other observations before I get on about some exciting news? No, no, hit me with the exciting news. I've got nothing exciting. Oh, we probably do, but it's the... Uh, Raz so the Raz is going out so after this podcast I'm going to get it edited get it out and then the Raz is coming so it was so popular because of the Devontae Adams I just want to ask about is Devontae Adams is he any good top 10 top 12 top top 12 top 12 at least and he's not 12, 12 apparently. no he's yeah. not 12 no he's not 12 Um, so yeah Devontae Adams jersey and people were, were snapping it up so we have the patrons who are guaranteed a spot and then it went on limited sale but it, literally I said right they're going on limited sale and I wasn't expecting uh, too much of a of a, a deluge but it just honestly god I couldn't keep up with it by the time the stuff was coming in so cool. I added there was a picture as well uh, Bobby Tunyon is going out a signed pick a great action shot as well but the, it, there was such demand for it I had to add a Darnell Sauvage photo Sauvage. as well but I'm looking at the numbers and I'm do you know what I'm going to add another signed pick so I'm going to add four prizes uh, to this draw now what I will say nice. is we've had more people sign up for Patreon and again they're saying the exact same thing so if you're listening to this and you're sitting on the fence and you don't know if you're going to do it and you wanted to do it six months ago but you never got involved the next Raz prize is going to be the Matt Black Mason Crosby signed mini helmet which if I do the Raz and don't do like Father Ted like I was just resting in my account and bolt off with this thing because it is absolutely beautiful this thing um, so that's going to be razzed off next month but the deal is is that there were some people they signed up for Patreon but they signed up after the cutoff date so you need to sign up between now and the end of Jan to be in for Feb because you're only charged on the 1st of Feb and that's how it works get off the fence uh, so get you need to get fence. off the fence no but the honestly Daryl the amount of people that's the number one thing they say to me is like I meant to do this months ago but I never did if you want a chance to get that Matt Black Mason Crosby mini helmet um, well then do because there's going to be even more limited tickets uh, next month again they just keep sort of dwindling down as we get more patrons in those draws um, so do jump on it and don't sit on the fence and like I say to people you sign up you forget about it all of a sudden you're busy with life and you get an email from me saying hey what's your delivery address to send this beautiful signed item to or it's six months already here's your signed tea and like I promised on one of the YouTube videos and I'll stop yapping about this now is that I'm keeping track of who signed up for Patreon, how long you've been a Patreon member, um, and what you have won. If you have signed up and you haven't won something in a while, well, then you will also be getting a random email from me to say, give me your address, and I get some signed merch posted out. You cannot get better than that. You've all of these people out here getting you to sign on for Patreon, and they put your name on something, or they give you a shout-out, or they, you know, whatever whatever they give you. It's, you know, this is tangible stuff. This is something to start building up that collection in your fan cave. And I have another order of merch going out soon. So 
if you're interested in any player in particular and I've got a good few requests now do send them in I can try quote you a price if you're happy with it well then I'll try source that item for you um, so that's my big long ramble about that but do patreon.com forward slash UK baggers I'll just drop a request Go on. MVS huh? yeah, yeah. I dropped, dropped it. Drop, dropped oh. the request. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. Like, do you know what? It's I, not, no, I got an we're MVS. big fans of MVS on this show, so I just um, yeah. need to keep saying that because we do like to slag him, but let's face it, uh, we love him. Yeah, it's, it comes from... That's all your stuff, isn't it? You, like, you slag someone from off the heart. if you like them. Yeah, slagged you off from the heart. Yeah. Destroyed you in a slagging match just because yep. we love you. That's the way it is. Anyway, you've been at Daryl J. O'Brien. We will not be gone for long. We're going to be back for... Quick steps! Oh, I'm, I'm doing it. Oh, I'm God. doing it again. I'm looking at you doing oh, it. Oh, we're making eye contact while doing it. And so, <laughs> this is, I don't know if people get to this point in the podcast ever, but there you go. There. There's the treat for you. Um, yeah. So, enjoy. Yeah, so we've said quick snaps a lot in this podcast, and I just know people are clicking along, just waiting for us to do it. So, there we did it. Yeah. Anyway, together. Together. Again. So, that's it. At Daryl J. O'Brien, give him a follow. Follow me, the Paddy Packer. So racist! on Instagram um, and <laughs> you think that's a sound effect but it's actually me hanging off the chair um, and also uh, the, at Steve the NFL but who cares right social media is the bumhole of uh, the internet so there you go back with quick snaps in a couple of days talk to you then lads and ladies <laughs>